Hey there, fake nerds. It's Brandon T. McClure here. We initially recorded a intro to this interview special, but uh, in true me fashion, I seem to have misplaced it. So I'm recording this one right here. Well, this is an interview we did with Chris Swindle a couple of weeks ago. Chris Swindle plays uh, Sully on Kingdom Hearts 3. This is all four of us. This was Ryan, myself, uh, Ben, and Sparks. Uh, we or down a microphone, so when you hear Ryan, he may sound a little echoey, or you may hear some microphone movements. Uh, unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, it couldn't be solved. This is a really fun interview, and I hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed uh, doing it. So without further ado, here's me introducing Chris Swindle. All right, all you fake nerds, we're excited to be joined by the star of Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> the star. Chris Swindle. <laughs> wow, I don't know. I, I wouldn't go that far because you know Bill Farmer. Sure, yeah. sure. Ben Des- uh, Ben Diskin. Uh, yeah. You know all the all the big. But thank you for that intro. <laughs> In reality, you are the you are the voice of James P. Sullivan. And Kingdom Hearts three. That's right. Yes, that's exciting. Super exciting. How'd you get that gig? That was wow. That was that was tough. That was uh, you know their quality control over there at Disney is, you know, and, and as it should be, um, you know, the last few years, um, I looked at an email one time and I was like, wow, how far back did this go? And it was a few years back. The original. I was going to ask you that because this game has been in development for like a decade. Seven so years. when did you get involved I, when Monsters, Inc. stuff got involved? And, and also because you worked with Disney for Disney Infinity, correct? I did. But, but not, not as Sully. Not as Sully. <laughs> right. That was my first gig. With wow. Disney, really, a few years back, and but not as Sully. Sully was already taken. So already yeah. was Sully was already done when I came on Disney Infinity. I was brought on to be uh, one of the, the the villains in the the Incredibles section. Mm-hmm. Oh right, yeah. Um, that was chopped down later. We did all this stuff, all this fighting stuff. Uh, a few of us that played villains in that game, and then it was the storyline kind of changed. And when the game came out. It was we were just kind of pulled back to not really not really like a fighting uh, villain, but the thing with Kingdom Hearts, I did my part. It, it was just about a year ago. Okay. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So that's really late in the game. Yeah, it was. It was just about a year ago, and um, it was. I've been doing a lot of stuff for John, uh, for Goodman, um, filling in here and there for. Bits and pieces and movie trailers and a little bit of foam ADR and stuff. And so when this came along, though, this is like a whole different, mm. you know, this is like this is like Pixar. This is this is Disney. And so I geeked up pretty hard. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, and it's also crazy, too. I worked at Disneyland years ago, like 2002, when the first game came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was working upstairs in Innoventions, so this would have been, what, 17 years ago. Oh, right, right. And we were demoing this free demo of this thing called Kingdom Hearts. Like, what the heck? What is that? It's it's this awesome thing of this fusion <laughs> of Final Fantasy and Disney characters. It's dark, you know, and people were lining up to play this thing, and so it's a little surreal all these years later to you know it's almost like it's come full circle yeah 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 it's crazy so um it was a lot of fun it was a year ago we did i it was quite a bit of dialogue with him and so uh, it was about three recording sessions worth um, a lot of work um how much of the how much of the voice acting is trying to mimic john goodman and how much is it trying to put your own spin on it 
you go in for me anyway, it's a hundred percent him. Um, now again, this was a year ago. Um, and so a lot of he's, you know, some things have changed since then, but for me, that's what it is now. But the tricky thing with this project, it was done in Japanese already. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. so yeah. I mean, it's a Japanese game. Yeah. Uh, when I came on to the game, the VO had been done and a lot of the stuff had been rendered. Like, it, and I remember being in awe my first session, like, oh my gosh, I kept getting distracted because it was so sure, beautiful. Sure, sure. You know, it wasn't one, not a hundred percent, you know, but a lot of it, they still had a lot of detail to put in. But, um, so when you're doing something like that, you, you have to switch it up to what's been done before you, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You have to kind of, uh, you're, you're dubbing, you're dubbing in, you know, and some of his facial animations already been done to what had been done prior. Um, but, uh, and it's done with so much care and so much respect over there. Right. You know, it's a lot of, lot of time taken with it. And, um, I was nauseous the first day because you don't want to screw that up. This is a big deal. Right. Big character. It's a beloved character. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a beloved character. It's a big game. And yeah, it's so. Yeah. That's like thinking about it. Yeah. It's, it's a huge, it's one of the, it's arguably the biggest video game release of all time. Kingdom Hearts 3. Like yeah. the most anticipated. Sure. Playing in yeah. one of the most successful franchise movies of all time with Monsters Inc. Like that is pretty yeah. daunting. But again, like it's successful and you seem, you did a good job. And I'm like, that's oh, really, thanks. that's really cool, man. It's really cool. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I um, and Carlos too. Carlos, uh, who came in and did Mikey, was amazing. Yeah, right. Mike's he's real good. Um, oh, I had no idea that wasn't Billy, Billy Crystal. Crystal. Oh, yeah. Carlos, that was Rocky, uh, who's amazing. And, but the the bummer was we didn't get to record together. That's why I was about to ask you: Did you guys oh. get to share anything? No, or, oh. we didn't. I was by myself. Yeah, I was by myself. Now, how often Sad. does that happen that you were able to record with someone and bounce off of someone? You'd be surprised. Not a whole lot. Sometimes, you know, depending on schedules. Yeah. Um, Carlos, especially, he's always working. He's always busy because um, he's amazing. And so sometimes schedules just don't sync up. And so you come in and kind of have to do your thing. Now, if it does work out, then it's pretty sweet. Right. Mm -hmm. When you auditioned for Silly, did you know yeah. you were auditioning for Silly or was it a, a call of like, hey, just come in, read a few lines, and if you get it, sweet. If not, don't worry about it. For Sully, like the actual initial job of Sully? Yeah. Um, for, no. for Kingdom Hearts 3. Or did you have any idea it was for Kingdom Hearts 3 or you had no idea? I When I auditioned for Sully, this was a while back, um, and it was for kind of doing a backup sort of thing when the actor can't f be there okay mm -hmm. it's kind of a, a generalized audition so mm -hmm. whether it be for a video game and talking toy or commercial and john's busy you know and right. so they have those auditions every once in a while and they're tough to get into i mean you're talking audition and then call back call back whittling it down the final approval was from pixar themselves to sign off. That's awesome. And that must be a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. 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 Once you get to that point, cause you're, it's terrifying the yeah. rest of the, um, oops, sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, uh, very detailed. Um, so no. And then after I got the job, it was probably a year later. It's like, Oh, they kind of want to do this thing with uh, Kingdom Hearts. I don't know if they had that in mind the whole time. I don't know if they knew. Sure. You know, um, I sure didn't. 
I didn't know that was going to come along with it. <laughs> you know, I had no idea. I thought it was going to be doing some other, you know, um, things, but holy smokes, yeah. It makes me wonder, like, for, you know, peop- people who know this game's been in development in such a long time, like, voice acting is one of the things that gets done early. Because, like, that's the easiest thing to do. So it makes that's really curious that you did it a year ago. It makes me think that, like, that Monster Zing thing was relatively new to the game in terms of, of production. Because, like, that's, that's, I think that's pretty cool. I'm trying to think when they announced the... It's definitely uh, one you, of the, the latest ones announced. Yeah, for I sure. mean, if you can't tell, Chris, I'm a huge Kingdom Hearts fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, and I love it. <laughs> He's wearing Me a too. T-shirt that says "This Kingdom Hearts." Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Because um, I think I'm trying to remember when Monster. Because I know Frozen was announced first, and then Big Hero Six was announced, and they didn't start announcing the Pixar stuff till much later or much closer to the release uh, date. Tangled, right? Oh yeah, ta- tangled yeah. They Mouth told yeah. they said right. Tangled yeah. because it was like the main Disney IPs first, and then they introduced the Pixar IPs afterwards. Because I think, yeah, you're right, because they didn't show us any footage from Monstropolis until no. about about a year ago. Actually. I, I right. think it was pretty close. Yeah. So what it, and, uh, but it was none of me. It was all, it was everything from Japan. Right. Um, I wasn't in any of the trailers or anything like that, which is good. Um, but yeah, I think it was pretty close to the actual session. So you said that you've been kind of uh, working kind of alongside John Goodman for trailers. and, and Last couple of years, yeah. Yeah. Where did that start with John Goodman, uh, and does he know about it? I don't think he knows, and I know I'm pretty sure I'm not the only guy. You know, there's I'm sure there's a few other guys that are brilliant too. Can you tell us what? <laughs> there's John Goodman. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like he's got a bunch of guys who be him. There are a few the Goodman. Good men. Yeah. yeah. Can you absolutely. tell us what? Can you tell us what you've done? Like, yeah. As far as like trailers, uh, well, and it's things? crazy. It's like you know, you, a lot of these times, especially for trailers, you get these last minute auditions, and it's John originally a few uh, goes back a few years ago. I didn't know it was something I could do. Mm. It was something that you're thrown at and it's an ASAP. Hey, you got to get this in right now. Can you know that happens a lot. And so you do it or you don't. And I'm kind of a perfectionist. I won't turn it in to my agent if it's, if it's not, if I'm not in the zone and uh, I don't know, remember what it was for. Uh, it might've been for a trailer. It might've been for something else, but um I've covered for him, like like with the Atomic Blonde movie that came out. I did uh-huh. some of the trailer work for him. Oh, okay, yeah. He was busy. He was in New York, Broadway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of times these trailers are like, come out pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And so we fill in on various things like that when it's a really fast kind of thing. And if I mean, they always go to them first. But sure. if they're not available, so... Between John and Brian Cranston, um, I do have... Uh, oh, you've done Cranston as well? Yeah, I cover for Cranston uh, for DreamWorks on Kung Fu Panda. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I did see that, actually. On the, have yeah. you done it on the TV shows? Or? Yeah, I'm doing it for, uh, for, uh, for Prime. Amazon Prime. It's the new Kung Fu Panda. Pause of Destiny. That one throws me for a loop because it's Amazon Prime and not Netflix. And I thought DreamWorks had to deal with Netflix. They do. um, And this was a different deal that that they did uh, along with Rocky and Bullwinkle coming out. Oh, that's right. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. And so Brian plays plays his dad in the film in part three. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so uh, I play him. Lee, his character's name is Lee. I play Lee on on the TV show. Oh, that's so cool! Wow. I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah. So between he and John, it's a little weird. You um, and like I said, I don't think I'm not the only one. But mm-hmm. you, um, yeah. When they're not available, um, sometimes we uh, fill in here and there. Was Kingdom Hearts three your first experience dubbing over a, a different language? 
no, I don't think so. I think I had done. Well, you did Bardo. Uh, yeah, I had done oh, a little Bardo. bit of that. Mm-hmm. Bardo. Um, a little bit of that. Uh, and I had done some smaller projects. Um, so, yeah, because I remember thinking, okay, I I know what this is. But this was different because the pressure on this was a lot. A lot bigger. Yeah. A lot <laughs> bigger. You know, you don't want to screw that up. Right. Um, so, but no, I don't think John or John doesn't know. <laughs> Brian knows about me, but not John. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Brian Cranston knows your name, yeah. Uh, so you, like, we have our mutual friend. That's how we got you on, on the show. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you started as a, like, a stage actor. Is that right? Or I did, yeah. yeah? So <laughs> I want to know how you became, you know, you start as someone working on the stage to being solely in a video game. Like, where's that oh my video gosh, game? you're talking years. Where does of... that voice acting, like, what's, like, who got you into the voice acting? Like, what was that first role? Uh, well, years ago from, so I'm from the central Valley of California. Mm -hmm. And so from Fresno, I was born in Porterville, but started doing community theater in Fresno, California. And from there it was like doing local radio commercials and things. I didn't get into radio doing that, you know, um, very local stuff. Right. Uh, which was a lot of fun and I was very green. But I got into it through doing uh, theater, Good Company Players, Roger Rockas, and then sometimes they would set you up with these little kind of things for Save Martin, Mervins, and things. Uh, years, cut two years later, you know, you just, um, I moved down south uh, after doing college and, and theater in, in Fresno, moved down south, and I actually worked at Disneyland for a while doing improv and, and things years ago. But then just started training professionally, um, taking classes. Finally, I started. I mean, I did a. I took the the original radio commercials I did years ago, and slapped them together on a very sloppy demo. But I didn't do anything with it for like ten years. Mm-hmm. Just sat there. So finally, got off my duff and started hitting it hard with uh, training professionally and stuff. And you started as an ADR. Uh, yeah. Actor first? Well, more commercials, because that's what I I knew how to do. Right. You know, right. more local, like radio kind of stuff, radio commercial kind of stuff. Um, and then my first big game was like uh, Trans- Transformers Devastation, mm-hmm. and right. that was that was voice matching for Chris Lotta, who uh, was on the original cast, who played Wheeljack, and he passed away in '94. In and Devastation was cool because they wanted to bring as much as the original cast back for that game. Really em- emulate the G one, yeah format, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was a, that was a trip, um, but uh, it took a lot of time. It took a lot of you know. You're talking about. I skipped a lot of points. I mean training, but yeah, I mean getting an agent, you know, um, putting up a website, getting in and putting in years of that sort of thing. Is- What's the first role that you did? Where like you know, not 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 that you like haven't made it, but you were like, oh, I'm on the I'm on the track. Like, do you have a role <laughs> where you, you felt like, man, this feels really cool to I be like at I, this like you, you? I think you've done a lot of cool things, and like, but is there one for you that were like, hell yeah, I'm this, <laughs> I'm, I'm this guy, you know? Well, you know, I I don't know, I don't know if I will ever feel that way, yeah. but um, between Transformers and and. Uh, doing uh kung fu panda that came before um kingdom hearts and right. so it's probably the first time because you're on a kung fu panda you're on a major series with, with dreamworks right and you're covering for this actor who i mean brian's one of my favorite 
actors ever Mm -hmm. you know and so you're 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 doing that and so sure um but i'm eternally grateful for it and i i have this fear that i mean it could go away any second and so i i will never have that ego of yes i'm amazing (laughs) i never have to study or train ever again right you just got to keep going yeah yeah Yeah, you got to keep and always, always learning, oh, continually learning. I mean, you're surrounded by people in this industry who are amazing. And I think the trouble starts is when you think you're too good to stop learning. I mean, you got, for me, you got to keep training. You got to get, keep getting in front of different teachers and learning different things. These folks that stop too soon, that peak too soon and do a couple of things are like, yeah, I think I'm going to teach classes now. <laughs> like, no, I would keep going, yeah. you know? Right. Um, so, so I, I have a question. Yeah. So you did two Toys to Life video games. You did Disney Infinity and you did the Lego Dimensions. Yeah. Um, I really like Lego Dimensions, by the way. Um, Thanks. Yeah, yeah it was I fun. Still ha- if you turn around, I still have my, my little box of Lego Dimensions figures. Yes. <laughs> R. Um, R. Yes, you're correct. We <laughs> share <laughs> custody. Um, you, but you, so for Lego Dimensions, you did Beetlejuice uh, and you did Brain Gremlin. Yeah. So doing a, ta- a Toys to Life game. And then comparing that to Kingdom Hearts, for the Toys to Life game, I'm assuming you're just kind of going, you're just running through every possible version of the dialogue that can be, that can happen with different characters. And you're just kind of doing it alone. Is that correct? Yeah. You mean when you're recording the actual? Yeah. 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 Uh, So Brain was first. And that was, that was, again, that was like a voice match kind of thing, trying to to match from from Gremlins 2 as much as you can. Mm. Uh, Beetlejuice came after that. Gremlins too, and it's an American classic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I'm always surprised when people, you know, haven't seen that. Movie's nuts. And did you know? Right. Yeah. And Tony Randall was the voice of the brain, and a lot of you know, a lot of people didn't know that Tony Randall. And so, (laughs) and that character is so ridiculous because he's such a mishmash of he's not British. You know, he's just that, he's just that, you know, super intelligent sort of kind of voice, you know, yeah. but yes. he's not really in British. He's just, you know, uh, um, but yeah, you do go through the gamut of everything. You have your set dialogue that's thrown at you. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Beetlejuice, that was a trip because we did the whole session, right? We'd, and then you do your efforts at the end. Because they don't want to wear us out. Thank goodness, mm-hmm. they're so nice. <laughs> because that can take a lot. A lot of the, a lot of the punching, the rolling, the screaming, all that kind of stuff. Right. You usually say that towards the end. Right. But like you're saying, that session was fun because it, when we got done with all the dialogue, it just became a room of dudes that were just like reminiscing. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh, what about that line? When he did this, yeah, let's put that in. And so it was a lot of just playing around of of what can we fill in mm-hmm. uh and at one point i was good and our 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 fearless director was amazing he was patched in through uh london he was coming in i couldn't see him but his the voice of god was coming in through the <laughs> from london the voice of god aka the director right and uh i was kind of goofing around to myself uh as beetlejuice the theme of the song the you know that kind of thing yeah. like, oh my god can, he goes, can you do that whole song? Yeah. Oh. As Beetle, just hum it to yourself, and we'll kind of have that as he's just kind of strolling around town. Oh, that's cool. Yes, yeah, uh, I remember that. So it's important. It's important to play, right? When you yeah. go in, you never know what you. You're just kind of throwing in like, 
you know, hey, Doc Brown, hey, the doctor, you know, you just, yeah, you be prepared yeah. for every possible because there's so many Absolutely. different characters in this franchise. And you never know what they're going to use, what they what they want. Mostly Warner Brothers. Yeah, it helps. <laughs> yeah. It's always nice. Um, but uh, and that was again, that was like a voice match kind of thing. Right. And that's a tricky thing. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I was going to say, like, uh, how how much do you how much time do you spend listening to the performances of the others a and, lot. and adapting yourself to that? For me, it's a lot. Are you, do you feel like you're personally trying to go full blown impression or just attach yourself to the tone and inflections of them, but still bring, yeah. bring it to a new place? Well, it's as much as I can source material. Sure. As much as I can. Sometimes we can't help it like physically even like talking like anatomy wise physically you aren't going to have something in your throat your voice where you're going to be able to 100 percent because you're not that person but the goal is always to get there and for me i'm i'm pretty hardcore i go in and just dive into that stuff Mm -hmm. um and constantly um looking at it and listening to it because i think that's the difference between an impression and voice matching impression is like those guys or those gals who do for like for the friends at a party. Uh, here's yeah. my Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Yeah. Yeah. Get to the chopper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, those are those, those videos you see on YouTube, a hundred voices in a hundred seconds. Oh yeah. The- oh yeah. <laughs> or like Jim Cummings doing like, sure. do, do this as poo, do this as Darkwing yeah. duck, do this as the snake. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like those folks that do the impressions, a lot of them are very good, but they can only do a couple of catchphrases mm-hmm. from the film that they've studied a lot. There's a difference between that and then diving into a part and sustaining it for four hours. Yeah, like right. living in a character mm-hmm. and like being that character instead of just saying, oh, here's my catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's different. I mean, it's you're when, a lot a lot of the time they can't do it mm-hmm. in four hour session um, because they, you know, they didn't for me it's acting first you know it's right because um, impression is a lot of like what you hear in toning that and repeating it yeah. but uh doing the voice work you have to sometimes say words you've never absolutely you know you've never heard in your them say a, and those characters a, and, and having to hit that right inflection i think you should read everything you can get your hands on if you're playing some character if you're playing somebody i read i mean i'm sitting in the car reading billboards on the way to the thing <laughs> Uh, and it takes a lot of study. For instance, uh, when I did John Goodman, uh, he's... Oh, my God, John Goodman? When did you get here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's John's... almost as good as my Dan Didio. Oh, That's pretty good. John's from... Uh, he's from Missouri. Mm-hmm. And so he's definitely got a Midwestern, Midwestern sort of thing happening. And... Uh, this is incredible. <laughs> this You're is incredible. awesome. You're incredible. Oh, my God, John Goodman just called me incredible. <laughs> Uh, and he's uh, he's a bigger guy, and so he's uh, also got texture to him. And hey, Mike, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> see, and what's so impressive, like none of our listeners can see this, but the moment you did that, you adapted facial you expressions John of John yeah. Goodman. Like you looked, you you looked the way creepy. that John Goodman rests his face because sullen, of yeah. how you're doing it. It's it's impressive. Carlos Elizraki looked at me one time when we were actually getting to work together mm-hmm. and he, mm-hmm. he made a face. He was like, what did you made a weird thing yeah. when you went into John Goodman? 
I'm, um, I'm becoming John Goodman. Don't <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, physic. But it is a study physically. Uh, where are these uh, where these people come from? Right. How old are they? Uh-huh. What kind of substances have they used throughout their life? Uh, their weight. All that kind of stuff comes into play. Now, uh, Brian Cranston is very different because he speaks on the front. How, how did Walter White get in here? This is, wow, holy. It's like Heisenberg, I'm not yeah, worthy, damn. Very, that's right. Say my name. <laughs> Heisenberg. Exactly. Oh, wow. Damn right. Yes. Uh, I won't go the full, you know. Uh, but he, you know, the wonderful thing about him is he is a master storyteller because he can just get real goofy and, and excited about things and then he can drop it down and just intimidate the hell out of you. Man, that's really that's really good. That's, really, that's, that's really, awesome. You're John Goodman's good, man, but like man, you that's Oh, thank you. That that Cranston's killing me, man. It's good. Uh but it's crazy. You we um and not everybody in the voiceover world does the voice matching thing, and that's okay too. We all have our niches, right? Some folks are really good at the annou- like announcing, just a, being an announcer. Um, or playing guy next door, really natural guy next door. Um, those of us that try to do this as a niche, uh, it's you're like a you're like Batman. Some somebody described it as being Batman because you get called last minute to fly in, do this thing real quick, and then throw down your smoke bomb. You're gone, and you can't talk about it to anyone. <laughs> right. Uh, I remember when when we were talking to our friend about uh, having you on. And he was like, yeah, he'd love to do it, but he's got a gag order on it until uh, the game is out. He can't say anything. Yeah, yeah that made my, not only that did, uh, having, I was, ex- I've been excited for this since um, we heard that you were, you wanted to come on. I was like, yes, now I'm even more excited for Kingdom Hearts 3. How long more do I have to wait for this dang game? Months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Months? Damn it. Okay. Right? It's still not out. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Shut up. Um. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask, um, do you have, uh, whether it's a character you've played before or one in your personal life, do you have like a character you, you love to just like, like, oh, you're just like at the store and just like, what, Sylvester Stallone in the store? What happened? Like, do you have a favorite voice that you like ah. to do? Well, um, I mean, I, a lot of it right now is Lee, is Brian from, from Panda, and it, it makes me so happy. Um, I'm not one of these guys that does it a lot in public i don't walk around doing the i have some friends that do and they're really funny and good at that i i i'm not the um hey look at me i'm sure. funny okay maybe different question do you just have one that you enjoy doing the most that yeah. like there's something about the character that like it really like brings you to a different mindset or something that like transforms you or something like that like yeah, uh, doing Cranston's character on Kung Fu Panda right now, just because, I mean, there's a lot of it. We did, you know, season one, um, and he's, he's uh, it was great to take him in a, a lot further than they did in the third film. We see very little of him in the third film, but we had a lot of fun taking him as a broken down guy who's just broken. <laughs> and finding the comedy in that right. he hasn't seen his son in all these years and he's been alone up in his hut uh and so we have a lot of fun with that um and uh yeah it's um uh but like i said it's it's important to put your your work in ahead of time the uh the kung fu panda gig is probably an ongoing thing so you keep coming back to that right yeah uh we 
so we did episodes one through 13 are on Amazon right now. And mm-hmm. then we're hoping pretty soon uh, we'll get some more out. Uh, it's not like uh, Star Wars Clone Wars where every now and then Christopher Lee would come in and replace the guy who plays Count Dooku. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, and it's very family-oriented. They're such a... We're so tight-knit over there. Everyone gets along. There's not a lot of divas in VO, which I love. Right. There are... I mean, there's a f- couple. But overall, it's very, it's very family-oriented, and everyone on the whole is pretty supportive. Right. Because you're not walking in with, oh, I got to have my hair and my makeup perfect. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're coming in your your pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Right. Mm-hmm. I did a session the other day and my buddy came in in these adorable pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at you. Um, but it is, the appealing thing about it is it is about the work and it is about the acting it is about the acting. Yeah. Yeah. So we were all really excited about the Kingdom Hearts thing, but mm-hmm. yeah. come on, Valerian. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're there. So <laughs> yeah, okay. Please. I wanted to go to Valerian, uh, yes. which is a movie that happened, and we all we all enjoyed it. It was good. For the most part. Yeah. Like uh, I, I, I define it as we have a very weird fascination with that yeah. film. Yes, that is <laughs> As accurate. you should. So as you were one of the characters on Valerian. Yeah. I won't even try to pronounce the name. Can you do it? Dog and Daggies. Wow, dog and daggies. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought it was dog and daggies for the longest time, but it's actually dog and daggies. Okay, okay. I, I thought it was the 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 dog and one because I just googled it right before he got here, and I was like, oh yeah, that was his name. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> right. Um, so how was doing that? That was awesome because I didn't know that Luke Besson was going to be there. I we this is a crazy thing. Some of these jobs, like I said, we don't know what it is. We don't know, and we should. This was my first time uh, on the lot at Disney Studios. And that's where we were. It was really cool to do ADR there. Um, and it was uh, with the brilliant Robbie Rist and Grant Moninger. Uh, and we all kind of shoved and we're like, we don't really fully know <laughs> what, we're doing. what this is about. Uh, and well, what, uh, what, what, are, what do the designs look like? Really? Okay, let's, let's yeah. do this. <laughs> well, yeah. Did you see the designs before? We saw very rough, okay. very rough oh. designs. Um, and so you go in and I mean, I was geeking out a little bit because you're in the studio. I think it was studio B and that's the classic. I mean, that's the room, right? Right. You know, that's where they recorded jungle book and Alice in Wonderland Mm -hmm. and jungle book two by John Goodman. Ah, sure. (laughs) No. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, so the three of us kind of lined up and then Luke Besson comes in and like, I think that's Luke Besson. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to get like the third or fourth like person down the chain of command yeah, yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. He came in holding, a, you know, some uh, something very French. It was like some <laughs> sort of, yeah, some sort of uh, snack. He's like, hello. It's like, oh, my God. Um, and so they started playing, you know, on the video what it was. And we it was a half and half. It was half. Some of it was rendered, and you could see what it was going to look like. And then some of it were the, the three guys, uh, the three actors that were physically uh, doing the job. Sure. And those guys had it rough. Excuse me. Uh, they, they had a rough I job. Didn't, I figured they were just fully CGI. I did not know that there was people acting those roles out. They were on oh, man. their knees. They, oh, yeah. They were, those characters are motion captured. Oh, yeah. They weren't, in a, they weren't, yeah, they weren't in a rubber suit. They were, but they were on their knees, like, you know, 
dragging themselves around for weeks oh my gosh. doing that job. Oh my gosh. It's like Sean Gunn and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, 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 pretty much. So that was tough. Um, but I think what happened was Luke decided um, because, and they were all brilliant, uh, all the th- three guys were, but the, Luke wanted something, the voices to be, to match up and do something a little different. I think the guys that did the physical part of it weren't VO actors. Sure. Um, and I think Luke just wanted a character, a creature voice that was. Uh, so when you were watching like the, the footage of them, were they doing voices or were, were they, or they knew they were going to be ADR'd afterwards, no matter what. I don't know. Now that, that I don't know. They were really, they were just kind of doing their own voice. Okay. So this wasn't like a Empire Strikes Back where the actor of Darth Vader was like, wait, I'm not the voice of Darth yeah, Vader? right. <laughs> yeah, no. James no. Earl who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. But the, but the hard thing was the timing on it because we recorded all three of us. We stood side by side. We had separated partitions. But you've got when you're doing this sort of thing, you've got one eye, your left eye is on, on the screen watching playback. Your right eye or whatever is on the, sco- the script mm-hmm. copy. Uh, you memorize it the best you can so you can really keep your eye on the screen. Sure. Because uh, you've got to match up that, that mouth, uh, the lip flap mouth flap and it was so fast because those characters they shared one brain right and so it was like and so the three of us really one brain yeah yeah. was this you gotta go back to that movie what was this movie that we watched right they shared one brain so it was all so the three of us we had to really uh get that down and that's what probably took the longest was getting the timing wow um, but yeah, it was, we were there for one day. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. oh. Halloween. That all took one Halloween. Day. Interesting. It wow. was on Halloween. Wow. He came dressed as the characters. <laughs> right. What we, were you on Halloween? I was Dogon Daki in the <laughs> Valerian film. We just showed up and, Pardon? Uh, cause they were having a little bit of a, like a Halloween, like the employees at the, the lot, mm-hmm. Disney lot were like there. It was like this, they had a big thing out in the back lot of, Coming in with their kids all dressed up for Halloween, and we're just like, we don't know why we're here. What we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what this is. is it, so, what are you do? So, what you're not dressed up? Are you like, no, I got to do a voice for some alien in this movie yeah. called Valerian or something? Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know what yeah, I'm doing. Multi million dollar French sci fi epic. Just, yeah. just wait for it. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the most expensive. Blow your mind. And it did. The in, most expensive in independent film ever. Yeah. 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 What, what did you think of that when you saw? the final product which I, when that came up well it was it was interesting uh <laughs> i put that on the box <laughs> so it was interesting um so many emotions um yeah you know it was it was a lot and it was like my first time kind of being in a big like you said a big you know budget going to thing. The theater and watching your your voice play out yeah um they they spelled my name wrong in the credits. I was, saw that. I saw this. Yeah. Was, it, how did it, how they spell it? Because I didn't see that part. What, uh, it was spelled Swindell. Yeah, D-E-L. Oh, no. They have a crazy-ass name like Dogon, but they can't get the your name right. Can't. Well, it was like Grant Grant said, Grant Moninger, they got right. and uh, But no, it was and it was no big deal, but it was one of those, oh, man, that is like, that is it. Because that was like the last thing, you know, scrolling. Say your name for the first time on a big budget big. sci-fi film. Christopher Swindell. 
Who is that? Now yeah. watch like hundreds of people have been trying to contact you for work, but they don't know who Christopher Swindell yeah. is. Uh, so just like just some yeah. inbox that's like just never going to get picked up. Right. Oh, man. Some Gmail is just like, I'm not this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Someone talking about? somewhere. Um, but yeah, it was that thing. Boy, it was it was crazy. <laughs> so crazy. so you saw Valerian. Um, you've also done uh, voices for video games, obviously. Have you played the video games you're in? Uh, I what I do is I like to have my nieces over because okay. they dig the games, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they take so much enjoyment on my characters getting like the crap beaten out of them. <laughs> oh no! To hear me going, oh, you know, the screaming and the welling, they love it. So that's I'm how... killing Wheeljack. Great, thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so fun. Have they played Kingdom Hearts three yet or no? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they have awesome. had them over recently, oh. and it was kind. Of, it was their first time. They weren't familiar with. Uh, you know, because they're 13 and they hadn't gone that. But now they're interested. And so uh, now we want to go back. Because isn't they're there... They're the perfect age now. They are. Right? They are. There's there's a lot to get to Kingdom Hearts 3. Let yeah. me tell you. They're digging it. Now, because isn't there like a... There's like a collection uh, game. There's yes. technically three collections out. One of them has everything that you need to know to get to Kingdom Hearts 3. There's, okay. there's a lot of stuff. Chris, there's like yeah, nine games <laughs> yeah. before Kingdom no, Hearts I know. 3. Te- I technically, know. Kingdom Hearts... It's Heart, a mess. Technically, and it's, Kingdom and it's Heart, all relevant. Yeah, technically, Kingdom Hearts 3 is the 13th game in the series. That's yeah, disgusting. that's what I thought. Technically. Jeez. It's yeah. amazing, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's crazy. super cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've always loved it. I po- I've kind of popped in, in and out over the years to catch, you know, bits and pieces of it here and there. Um, like I said, having been around the first one when I worked at Disneyland. Um I don't. Yeah, if I have my nieces over, or if I have a friend over, it's like we get it. But I'm yeah. I'm not going to sit at home by myself and you know. Right. <laughs> you know we 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 do a nerdy podcast where we have a lot of pop culture stuff. Yeah. Like what are what are some things that you're into these days? Like are you a Game of Thrones guy? Are you a, a Mrs. Uh, Miss Maisel guy? Like what what kind of entertainment are you yeah, watching? All of it. I love Mrs. Maisel. Who doesn't? Trying to get all the demographics. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. No, that star. I mean, Star Wars. Obviously. I mean, because I'm. From the seventies, excited so. about nine. <laughs> What's that? Excited about nine. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm glad. I'm Yay. really glad to hear that. <laughs> I am. It's nice that somebody is. Yes. Yeah. I, just because I'm curious now. Like, how? What are we gonna do? How are we gonna? That's a great yeah. question. That that how, is that how, is that is a very valid and a very great question. How did you guys feel about Last Jedi? We we, we really liked. liked it. We really yeah. liked it. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see Abrams close something for once. <gasps> If he's infamous for starting projects and leaving before they end. Goodness. Wow. Oh, it's so hot in here. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we. we, So, Star Wars, do you like Star Trek? Do you like. uh, Or do you just kind of stick around? Or do you stay away from the nerd sphere? Are you kidding? No, I'm hardcore, man. Uh, I got into Trek later. I have to admit, um, I was Star Wars first, just Same. just because ignorance. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know. I won't hold it against you. But then I got into it, and it was like what, I just like with Trek, binge through the whole series, top right. to bottom. I was like, oh my god, what was I missing? Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, then I, go to Battlestar, then go to all these. Well, which battle? I mean, yeah, Battlestar. I'm a fan of the new new Battlestar. I'm talking like the, the first one, the original, and then, bat- and, and then Battlestar. What was it? Eighty four that came after that. Battlestar eighty four. Very. I mean, that was the short. Small, it was a small series that was set on Earth. They finally found Earth. It was fantastic. They had flying motorcycles. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. great. It was a very weird series, though. Um, 
Yeah, I love Battlestar and uh, Buck Rogers. Um, oh, yeah, Buck Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. But how do you feel about Duck Dodgers? I was just about to say, because when yeah, he yeah. said Buck Rogers, I thought, wait, Duck Dodgers are the 21st and a half century? Come on. Well, of course. 24th, I mean, 24th, and, 24th and, a half and a half century. century. Right. It's been a long time, Jesus. okay? <laughs> there was a TV show. He I crossed over with Green Lantern. I remember that TV oh, show. I, I watched happened. it. Really? Oh, yeah. I forgot That's that happened. Awesome. I actually yeah. forgot that happened, too. Yeah, yeah. There, was a, there was a Duck Dodgers dedicated TV Short, show. Short-lived TV series, and they crossed over with Green Lantern. Yeah. I don't remember that episode, but I do remember a few snippets wow. of it. Wow. Character in Lego Batman 3. Oh, the, yeah? The Green Lantern Duck Dodgers. That's Seriously? Awesome. Okay. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I just blew your mind. The more you know. <laughs> cool. I didn't. Okay. Are you familiar? There's like a whole comic thing they've been doing where they they've done these crossovers with Looney Tunes characters and DC Comics characters, and there's a very famous one that's been going on with Batman and Elmer Fudd. Okay, I didn't. And know Elmer about Fudd, that. Elmer Fudd is wanting to hunt the bat, and it's like done as a crime noir story. Really good. Yes, yeah. and it's actually like is it's it incredibly like, dramatic. It's, it's an award-winning comic book. It's like an Eisner award-winning comic. Where it's I like, had no idea. It's like a, it's like a '40s noir movie and uh, movie with Elmer Fudd hunting Batman and like what's his girl, what's the girl's names? Uh, Silver, uh, Silver, Silver Sinclair is like the love interest, <laughs> yeah. and there's like a yeah, it's like awesome. And it's it's amazing. It's like just that single chapter issue so you can find that and just read that one issue and that's that's the I whole no story idea. of it. Now I want to check that out. Oh, it's incredible. That's awesome. So, you guys have anything else? Uh, yeah, uh, for the Kung Fu Panda show that you've been working on, yeah. um, have you had a lot of opportunity in that show specifically to be able to voice act with other voice actors when you're doing it, or has that been more or less yeah, minimal? Yeah, you know, Panda's great because, for the most part, you do you can have a, a big group in there. Uh, Mick Wingert, who who plays Poe, he covers for Jack mm-hmm. Black. He's been doing it for ten years now, and he's an old friend of mine. Uh, it's nice when he's there, and then the kids too will come in. Sometimes it's just Amy Hill and I, Amy who plays Grandma, and Amy's also on uh, the reboot of Magnum PI right now, and she's a just an amazing actress. She's she's been in everything, <laughs> everything. I mean, you she's she's like she'll pop, she was in Spider Man uh, Homecoming. Yeah. She she was just she had one line as like. She was in charge of the sp- the spelling bee or whatever the the thing at, in Washington. Oh yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Her yeah. line was like, you're correct, or something. But she's in everything. So I'm always telling her, well, you just don't stop. Um, so sometimes it would just be she and I. Mm-hmm. But there are those days, uh, J.B. Blanc, um, all these great people come in. You get a full room. And that's that's nice. Because then you can play off each other. Right. You get it, You get that more of an opportunity there to do that with them. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, um, we've talked about voice acting on the podcast before, and, and whenever it comes up, it's always like it, the hardest part is you know having to do these things and not being able to play with the people you're talking to, and, yeah. and always wishing like for those days when you can. Yeah, and we also we've also talked about a couple of times how like major movie stars will come in and do voice work, but they're not as good at it because it's a completely different skill to. It is to a completely is, different that, skill. What they're used to. Is that when we were talking with Andrea Romano? Yes. Yeah. We talked about Andrew Romano. Um, mm-hmm. We we talked we talked about it personally. Uh, oh sure. Oscar Isaac was cast in Star Wars Resistance. Okay. And yeah, he's not right. he's not wonderful in the show. But it's not his skill voice acting. Uh, Peter Dinklage was the voice of of the robot in Destiny. Oh yeah. Shooter Destiny, yeah. and That's he was right. so bad they replaced him with Nolan North. They just redubbed all of his lines for an update. And I was like, and because he just he he did not deliver. Like he was so stone cold monotone. I'm like. Oh, I'm so sorry, Peter. It yeah. just didn't work out. <laughs> That's the thing, you know. And he, 
it does it is a different skill set mm -hmm. uh, this happens a lot with film actors they'll come in and they'll think because they're used to if they bring it down and play something really subtle they think it's going to come across but what happens it comes across so flat yeah. sure because right absolutely because on screen you're, you're doing stuff with your eyes yes you're emoting you yeah. can't right it's yeah. very different voice acting it, it sounds weird but you have to you have to do the thing with your eyes with your voice you have to be fully, <laughs> you have to be fully engaged in, in all of it you do and that happens a lot with celebs that, that don't take the time to train yeah. or just treat it like oh it's just a thing I'm you know it happens a lot uh, especially in the mid 2000s a lot of the superhero games like the Spider-Man games and the Wolverine game had the original voice cast mm -hmm. right and like Tobey Maguire and, and Mary Jane Watson what's her name Kristen yeah, like mm -hmm. they all did their voices and they're not good. I just Interesting. Want to, I just want a correction. The Wolverine game was Mark Hamill. Was it? oh, you're right. It's 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 fine. oh called out. Um, it's 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 it, it, that seems like I've heard this before uh, from others that working in a background of stage acting is always a better place. Like if you want to, even if you are out there and you are doing voice acting, you want to work on it mm -hmm. and stretch it out. You go back to you go back to the stage, not not definitely. to screen work. Definitely, because I think the best voice actors come from theater. Yeah. Um, because I mean, once you plant, you get in that room, you plant your feet. It is a lot like that, and also too, it goes back to the whole thing of stripping down. You know, if you come in in your pajamas, no makeup on, it is about the work. Right. You know, and that's how, that's what theater is too. Um, but yeah, there is a thing with with some of the the TV stars and celebs that that want to do VO. Um, you can tell they kind of stick out sometimes. Sometimes they don't, and sometimes they're brilliant and they're very good at it. Yeah. But I do wish it is something to be respected as far as getting training. It helps. Right. With, it you helps know? to have a really good voice director, I would assume. Um, like it with, does. We we watched Into the Spider Verse, and oh, there's yes. a lot of major mm -hmm. stars in that role, mm -hmm. but they do those parts very well. They're very good. In it. And right. I, and I and that's think a, yeah. that have to do with the voice directing. You're right. You're very. You're very right. Um, yeah, and that's tough. I mean, sometimes we don't have a shot at, I mean, this is, I guess it's been the last 20 years. It got more popular for celebs to come in and do video. Right, they like, yeah. they, I forget what movie we were talking about it on, but every time, I think it was just a general analysis that every time an animated film is about to come out and the big part of the trailer is showing how many big name celebrities yeah. are in you it. Look at the ugly I don't, doll. I don't trust, the ugly, ugly doll's doll. a great example. I don't trust in that film to be, as high quality because you're mm -hmm. trying to sell me on who's doing the voices, yeah. not on the film itself. Hey guys, Harrison Ford's in the new Secret Life of Pets movie. <laughs> wow, I really care. Amazing. Yeah, yeah one of uh, Pixar. Pixar oh. does that. Was I think was one of the like historically they were the first ones like we got Tim Allen, Tim Allen, Tom Hanks, Tom yeah. Hanks yeah. In, this, in this animated yeah. film, and they were like, oh man, they were like really good in that. Yeah. we should get more celebrities to do right. that. Sure. This is gonna go back a few years, but when Final Fantasy 15 was coming out, um, they were bundling the deluxe edition with the game with the uh, Final Fantasy 15 with the King, movie King's Glaive, yeah. which had Air, um. Aaron Paul, Sean Bean, and Lena Headey. Yep. Who did not? Mm. I mean, they were the voice. And they're not even in the game. They're not in the game. No. So, and they're supposed to watch that what? movie before you play the game because Sean Bean, spoilers, he dies because he's wow. no. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Right. But, but it's kind of it's kind of weird because I'm watching because I mean going back to Kingdom Hearts, I'm like I'm playing Kingdom Hearts one back in 2002, and the same voice actors from the Little Mermaid from the Disney films are the same voice actors mm. in the game. With mm -hmm. a few exceptions, of course. I'm playing Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm sitting there going, damn, this guy sounds exactly like John Goodman. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, thank you. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, I think there's also uh, what, we what we talk about uh, with the 
uh, with like Disney and all these major studios mm-hmm. bringing in these major major movie stars. Um, I lost my point. I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I had it. <laughs> no, it's okay. It, it, uh, uh, when they do, when they come in, I like you said they. Uh, they see it as you know oh, we're going to get that name on the poster we're going to get butts in the seats based I just, on I just remembered yeah um, um, Robert Zemeckis with mm. his, with doing motion capture and performance capture mm-hmm. was kind of his work around around that now you can have the actors' performances influence what the animation is going to look like right yeah mm-hmm. I, I think that was you know it was a major technological leap but I don't know if that maybe hurt right some things right with, when it comes to animation the I don't know. Yeah, uh, James it, Cameron's also doing that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's and it's it's constantly <laughs> changing. Um, it is constantly changing. Sometimes it's just facial capture. Sometimes I haven't. I have yet to do the full on mocap, right? Full body suit. I haven't done that yet. I've done the facial stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did that for um, Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh. Stuff. it's becoming very popular with video games. Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask. Uh, th- were you uh, just like ra- like random characters in that game, or were you specific? I, he was, and this is crazy because that game is so big. Yes, one thousand two hundred actors. Yeah, I was going to oh. ask because I saw your name in the credits as like like various characters and stuff. So I was like, are you just like nine hundred people and you're just spread out? There was a main guy, and I don't know. There was a guy. He was almost like a a rogue, like law authority like he was a self-appointed crazy sheriff type guy that we recorded uh did a lot with him but he was like a rent-a-cop i mean he wasn't like and i and i but but like way hardcore redneck rent-a-cop you know um i don't know where he is in this game he's out there somewhere but he was crazy I, i've played it and i've played for like 40 hours where is this guy <laughs> yeah we may never see it. that game is so big we may never know like never yeah see. i could play through that whole game and never find you uh, <laughs> grand theft auto 5 came out like seven years ago and they're mm-hmm. still finding stuff in that game so yeah. like it'll still be right. like 2050 by the time we find your character yeah, yeah. It's like char- uh, in real time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say that 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 big celebrity thing just came up recently with uh, Will Forte replaced mm. yeah. Matthew Lillard One of the news bits for Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. That that really mm. grinds your gears. Mm-hmm. 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 It does me too, uh, because um, you know it's great, and nothing against uh, Will because yeah, he's a, he's a great actor. Sure. Um, the the tricky thing is though. For me, it's more about getting the actors that you know actually sound like the well, characters and he's, that he's we grew up on. He's been doing Shaggy for almost a decade, if yeah. not more. Yeah. Now yeah. is the well, only, there's the no actor, reason not to have the only him. Actor who comes who comes back is Frank Welker, and he's only going to play Scooby. This is Frank Welker. This is Frank sure. Megatron, the man. Yeah, like, and Gray Gray has been playing uh, Daphne for twenty years. Uh huh. And yeah. you know, they just replaced Velma with and, um. Uh, uh, and it's like why you know i i I mean that's just me i would go for no i agree i agree i don't know if it i i would rather have the actors come in that actually sound like them and then you know have been doing it and if they're there and they want to do it why aren't you using them this would be a totally different thing if matthew lillard were like the situation was reversed and matthew lillard's a very busy man and will forte's got nothing to do and so he comes in the thing that, yeah. that confuses me is like, you know, Scooby Doo is, is it's it's a kids show, right? So like sure. kids don't know who Will Forte is. 
Yeah. Why not just keep the, the the guy who does the job well instead of like let's reboot it and let's try sell something it on, new? Let's sell it yeah. on it's like you're not going to get yeah. anybody I mean, who's not already on board. Exactly. I think I think back to when you know the uh, those big films would come out. I same thing. As a kid, I was like, oh. You know, so and so is going to play the villain in this game, uh, this movie. Will uh, Smith and Shark Tale. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. I didn't care when I was the thirteen-year-old and said, "Hey, Will Smith's going to be in this new Shark Tale movie." Like, I don't care. Boy, Shark Tale right? is not where I thought we were going today. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I brought this. Everybody has to remember. <laughs> yeah, boy, that's just like. Whoa. Um, no, but I mean, I mean, traditionally, you might get one in that was like maybe the villain, sure. but the rest of the of the film. Was uh, I mean fairly just good actors? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's a good one. Um, Lion King, the Lion King remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it. All new cast except James Earl Jones. Sure. Mm-hmm. So like that's a situation where like because I know we've talked about it's a whole bunch. Like I'm I'm very just, upset that Ernie Sabella had Pumbaa taken away from him. Yeah. So like in that oh. because situation, he's played Ernie Sabella in everything related to yeah. Pumbaa, he possibly could have for forever, and then they took it away from him also to give it to gone. Seth Rogen for his big name. You never know why either, why that is. Yeah. It's Matthew like, Lillard tweeted, um, I didn't know this was happening. This is a horrible way to find out. Right. Yeah, and that happens a lot. Came up. Yeah. We don't, yeah, we find out yeah, last especially, minute. Especially characters like Looney Tunes, like Scooby-Doo, like mm-hmm. a lot of these characters have, like the Muppets, they have designated voice actors, yes. characters that will always play them. It's in their contract to always mm-hmm. play these characters, and then you have this, nope, not this yeah, time. Vo- voice acting uh, on, in, you know, Outside of this, the, the what we're talking about, the big celebrities doing the films, it has such a, uh, it, it doesn't have the amount of respect for the craft of it that it's yeah. warranted. Yeah. And, uh, uh, something I was going to bring up is I, I wanted to commend you how well you did in dubbing over for Sully in Kingdom Hearts 3 because oh, Zachary thanks. Levi uh, returns as Flynn. That's right. And mm-hmm. he plays that on the show for Disney Channel as well. So I know he can do voice acting because yeah. he's fine on the show, but he struggles in the game and I can't imagine why outside of the dubbing i think the dubbing really threw him off because he had to match those vo- he hasn't had easy. to do that before because yeah. he's been doing the television show they they animate after him so it's been fine yeah. there he's kevin, totally fine on kevin conway show. talked about it there's a movie called batman um <clears throat> uh gotham knight Str- gotham 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 knights yeah, yeah. Um, oh, the anthology? The, it's an anthology and kevin conroy mm-hmm. uh and it's mostly japanese animation mm-hmm. And he was talking about how difficult it was for him to overdub something that had already mm. been been animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I I like I dig it, uh, but it is challenging, and it's not it's not for everybody. Also, too, like we were talking earlier, sometimes you are fixed on if now if it's been animated previously, like if it's if he's and say like the character's eyes are popping out of his skull, and he's like doing you know this big eyed thing. You you might have a uh, your initial like actor uh, instinct tells you to like play it down and play it softer, but you can't because it's already been animated with his eyes popping out of his head. So you got to match that. I, I see what you're saying. So yeah. like even if the way you would read the sentence, the way you would want to Sometimes play it, you want to play it more down. You but have you have to, to go up. You have for to it. if you're mm-hmm. dubbing, and sometimes that's not your choice. Uh, so it's tricky. Um, I'm doing some dubbing right now for Netflix. Netflix is doing more foreign uh, stuff, uh, right? Foreign films and mm-hmm. foreign TV, and so we go in. I just did a, a. I'm working on something right now. It's like a TV series, but it's gonna be very low key. It's nothing that you know we'll even know that we're in, but it's it's like a. I won't, I can't say what it is, but it's like a crime drama, and. Mm-hmm. 
you're playing, but it's television acting. It's very, it's kind of like a CSI style acting. So it's very, uh, very um, close to the chest drama kind of stuff. Sure. And that acting is very different, obviously, than anime where you can be a lot bigger. Uh-huh. So it is, it's a little more subtle and it's tricky. You, there's no prep. When you walk in on these things, there's no prep. <clears throat> and you're given, you're shown a scene on a screen, maybe it's a big screen TV, you're, you're handed a script and you're seeing that character for the first time. You get to play through once and then you go. You have to come up with something that, try to come close to what that the, the original actor sounds like the best you can. And then sometimes you'll play 12, 13 characters just right there. <laughs> wow. It's like, it's, it's, it's acting, it's flying by the seat of your pants acting. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no prep at home. There's no studying the character at home yeah. the night before, you know. Yeah, the dubbing is tricky, and it's not. Yeah, I felt, uh, and again, this kind of goes back to, like, you know, the difference between, like, people who, who know what they're doing in the voice work, and they know how to adapt to it, um, and mm-hmm. and those who don't. And that was just a very stark contrast to me. Like, no, no. Uh, diss on Zachary Levi. I think he's great. I I mm. know that he's capable because yeah, I watched him great. on the show. I know he's capable of the voice yeah. acting, but that that dubbing definitely tripped him up because mm, in King Mark Three, he's he's stumbling through lines that. Uh, and I think also part of it is that he's saying ex- some of the a lot of the lines are exactly the same thing he said in the film, mm. but the animation doesn't match the way that he said it the first time. So he right. has to find a new way to say it, right. but still be Flynn. Sure, and that that doesn't clock out right either. interesting interesting okay yeah, yeah. Um, one of the cool things i loved about the monsters uh, monstropolis in kingdom hearts 3 was that because there are parts of kingdom hearts 3 where it takes place like uh tangled and frozen where your play sora is in the middle of the movie mm-hmm. but for monstropolis it's right afterwards so it's kind of like a mini sequel in a way yeah and i really really like that um did you know that going in or was like did you get the script is like oh so this takes place after the movie, great. Yeah, no, I can't remember. I what well, actually, yeah, it was it was when I got there. Um, but there was a, a specific thing of we need to make sure that we keep him as close as we can to sounding like he did in the first film. Okay, from two thousand one. Right. Okay. Right. Wow. So not sound not sound young. Not like the new sound, prequel. Yeah, because the prequel he goes younger. Right. Now John now sounds a lot more cragglier because right. he's older and he's been you know the things he's done with it, you know oh, he's uh, just close your eyes guys or, <laughs> it's, it's, like it's incredible <laughs> he's he's changed his voice a lot and uh, but we had to go back to two thousand one Sully um, and sometimes uh, we do stuff like that and um, you, like I said you try to hit it as close to the mark as you can to keep it. You know, uh, source material. Um, sure. You brought up earlier that you're a bit of a perfectionist. So when you're working in the studio, let's use Kingdom Hearts 3 as the example, mm-hmm. are how many times do you find yourself going, can we do that again? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. And I, How many times is it one where they're like, that's perfect, and you're like, no, it isn't. Do it again. <laughs> it's it's like, yeah, I, I will. It's like, can we just try? Just I just want to try something. just want to try one more thing. Um, that happens and it's good. That's important because I don't think you should settle with the first. That was okay. couple of things. Yeah. yeah. Because if I mean, sometimes I'll just stand there and you just kind of read it to yourself if you're not quite. And then the director will, will hear you going, Oh, what you just did. Let's do that again. Mm-hmm. Because it was a different take. Right. That's when it's great. We that, that collaboration. Um, there, there is like a little bit of trivia 
Uh, this is uh, for for Kingdom Hearts. You'll probably never be able to hear this, and I don't I don't think it's even noticeable. But there's a part where Sully, I mean the characters, the side characters, um, they have to they get knocked down and they they regenerate. I think right. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, oh yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, if you the health runs out and you you bring them back onto the team. They, uh, yeah. There's a skill they can learn in the game called hyperhealing. Well, after they knock out, they, you just leave them alone for a bit, and they'll regenerate about like right. half health or something. But before they go down, they say something sometimes. And when we were doing the game, uh, we're going through, and he was saying something like sad before he goes down. Uh-huh. And it was like three mouth flaps, blah, blah, blah. And the Japanese translation was like, oh, I'm sad, or I... I, I let you down. Or so we're like, how do we, it's just ba ba ba. His mouth is ba ba. What do we do there? And so we're trying to figure out, like, what is it? So the director's like, just have him say, I'm sorry. Oh. And I, okay. And then you do it and you're like, God, this is the saddest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got lucky because in my playthrough, as far as I know, I've never had Mike or Sully get knocked out. Okay. Yeah. So I, I haven't heard that because yeah. they're. No, it's terrible. I've heard. <laughs> I've I heard, don't think uh, I've heard that either. <laughs> I've heard, but when I was in the toy box I'm world. Look the, for it now, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just got to make Mike sure is, Sully goes down. <laughs> yeah, just like keep all the other people back. Like, let's Sully do this. <laughs> Hold on. I need to hear something. I need to hear this. Because I, I've heard um, a Buzz Lightyear in the toy box recently when I was going back to do some side quest and level up um a few uh heartless the main enemies in the game yeah. they got buzz lightyear and he's like oh no and he just like he just goes down he, he he says something but you're in the middle of combat you barely hear him okay you, like you're i think he says like i failed you or something yeah like he that. says that's yeah it's so that, that's basically it's like yeah that's the idea yeah. and so we were trying to figure out how to what do we and so and at first i was like oh that's okay that's fine but then you, you do it a few times you're like oh my god I am so depressed. This is because you are like, you know, I'm sorry. Oh, oh man. Um, and then throw you, him a potion now. <laughs> right. You know, you have to, and then you have to do multiple. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, man. I'm sorry. A bunch of different ways. You're like, right. This is the worst thing ever. <laughs> I am imploding over this. It's making Sully um, sad. Now I kind of want to put the game in just to see that happen, yeah. but at the same time I don't because right, I was right. very because I'm very proud. Of, that needs to be a hug button. Yes, <laughs> I'm very proud of my playthrough of not to let those characters get knocked out. I mean, their health goes right. Like, like Baymax, he's gotten critical. I've gotten. Baymax is in the game. I've gotten him critical before. Okay. Or he's gotten critical, but ne- okay. never to the point of going. I think he once he went, he got knocked out and says, going to sleep now. Mm, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. no Baymax. But luckily I had uh, hyper healing turned on. So he just jumped right back up in five seconds. Nice. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I, you know, um, but that was, that was fun. That was, <laughs> Did you know of the other Disney worlds in the game or just Monstropolis? I didn't know. Got, anything. Oh, I bet they kept, Pretty much everything on lock and key from I didn't know from you knowing anything about the game. I didn't even know. I knew nothing. One more was Tetsuya Nomura. Was he? Was he listening in on your voice over performance, or was it just Disney? No, uh, it was it was was Disney. Just Disney. Uh, And then we had, um, and then Pixar uh, has also got some quality control there Mm -hmm. too. But no, um, it was the Disney team. No one from Square Enix was there. That was a that was a whole thing with this game. Is that uh, Kingdom Hearts three was the first one where like Disney and Pixar got really hands-on yeah. about about the properties and everything. They got very mm-hmm. protective about Frozen and everything and Toy Story, but they wanted to make another and Nomura wouldn't do it unless mm. they would give him 
Toy Story. Said okay. I'm not making another until they give me Toy Story because okay. he was adamant about it. He's like, right. Toy Story was like his number one, and then right after that from Pixar was Monsters. Okay, yeah. No, I didn't. I I didn't know anything. It was crazy. I believe that. I, I, like, I believe that too. Do you yeah. guys have anything else you want to touch on? Uh, I have. I have two uh, questions I really like to ask uh, yeah. any voice actor, um, which is uh, the first one would be, uh, what uh, character, any genre, uh, is one that you would you would like to do a voice for um you know comic book animated adaptation anything in your mind like what's a character that you're like man i like your own take not an imp- not doing voice match for somebody but oh. like your own take on a character anything in the star wars universe man i am i am oh, i think just it's banging gonna, on the door at resistance ha- like let me in it's gonna happen <laughs> hey you know what ken might know dave filoni will Ch- no, probably oh. doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ken yeah. yeah. Um, no, they're wonderful people, all of them. And um, yeah, hopefully one of these days that's going to happen because then, then that's when that happens. When he they're just, not done making animated Star Wars any day soon. Yeah, so. um, that will be like eight-year-old me just like falling be- apart. Be- because you are so in- excellent at voice match. Um, what about what about oh, for thanks. voice match? Um, is there somebody that you haven't? gotten to do that oh, you're like oh gosh. man what a what a trip that would be oh like a I dream world. i haven't really thought about that as far as like animation yeah mm. i mean it could be it could be into a video game or anime but you have to voice match them who who would that be oh that's tricky i don't know um god there's there's so much i mean i wanted to do i'd love to do more with warner brothers yeah um mm-hmm. Eric Bauza, who is just killing it right now with all of his voice matching with, uh, with Puss in Boots, with, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yes, and now he's he's doing all of those Warner Brothers characters. Uh-huh. He's a fantastic uh, voice match guy. I'd love to do something like that from the old show from Looney Tunes, um, and they're kind of reviving that now. They it does a, it does sound like they're making a lot more movement with the Looney Tunes. I they think are. that's great. I think that's great that they're yeah. moving on with the Looney Tunes characters. Space Jam Two coming out next year. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. there's that too. <laughs> do we think? Do we think Billy West will return as Bugs Bunny? Yes. Oh, actually, I was to touch on that. We talked about we talked about I don't know famous actors coming back to play I these characters. Billy West is the only person to replace the the main voice actor for Bugs Bunny and Shaggy. Really? Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I think they. I think they'll do Bowser. They'll probably do Eric since he's doing it now. But I could be wrong. Right. Who knows? Yeah, it's it'll little, probably. It's a little jarring watching like Looney Tunes yeah. cartoons and then watching Space Jam. Like that's not Bugs Bunny. That's Bill- <laughs> that's Fry. <Yeah>. It'll Fry <laughs> from Futurama. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll probably be Eric. I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, so so Looney Tunes um, character then who's yeah who's the guy who's Duck who's Dodgers the character? Green Lantern, right? What's that? It's Duck Dodgers as Green Lantern, right? Well, of course. Is it a, yeah. is of it course. a Marvin Martian or a Foghorn Lake? Oh no, all of them. <laughs> Eric, well, like I say, Eric's doing a lot of those right now. Right. But um, you know, doing a little bit with the Transformers universe, I wouldn't mind going back and, and playing Optimus at some point. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. Right. Yes. I mean, it was cool. Who, who wouldn't playing Wheeljack? I mean, you know, your classic, you know, blue collar like genius guy. Um, but I'd love to, you know, one of these days, play the man, play the... Peter Cullen can't do it the, forever. Well, gosh, I hope he does. But, but he, but he <laughs> can't. I mean, that would be weird. Like, you know, in the cryogenic, like, tube, but just, oh, like... Yeah, yeah. Can we just get it. a little bit... You know, they said that about <laughs> Majel Barrett. Apparently, Majel Barrett has uh, recorded a ton of dialogue as the ship's computer for Star Trek. Uh, really? They could just use her, keep using her for decades. Oh, my God. 
I believe that. Yeah. There's a there's another actor. I can't think of the role right now, but there's another actor where they recorded like an endless amount of their them saying words. Is it a places. Simpsons thing? <sighs> maybe. Sounds familiar. I know maybe. that they record. There's one character that they recorded so mm. much for. They're like, oh, we're gonna be able to have pull like from a, that for forever. The, the library. Go- of the it. Godfather video game had Marlon Brando on his deathbed recording dialogue for that Man. game. Are you serious? Ta- talk about a weird ass game. That game's like half Sims. Half like Gangster Grand Theft Auto. The that's Godfather. a t- that's a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> but, Marlon, but Marlon Brando was dying for you to get that game. They Literally. also made a Scarface video game. Why? They don't want to stop. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't know that yeah. about Brando on his deathbed. Yeah, he was it's amazing. Quite literally on his deathbed. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Um, since since we're such a comic, we talk comics a lot. Um, yeah. What about what about from the comic world? So there's someone who you know the animated voice opportunity came up comic character oh gosh that's a good one i mean sure i mean what i love about vo is is guys like me could potentially pay, play batman and that's the right. only way i could ever play <laughs> batman I, <laughs> I hear you on that that's you know what i mean it just i oh, love yeah, jason uh, jason omara can play him in live action is need to play him in, in right in voice acting mm. Uh, I'd love to play bats sometime, yeah. you know, just yeah. once, even if it was just like a, a one-off for right. something. Um, but yeah, there is, that is the cool thing about VO because you'll show up, especially if you do voice matching. I showed up for a session one time. It was to do a little, um, Chris Hemsworth for work on some trailer stuff. And, you know, I love the, you know, you show up and you walk in and the director looks at you. <laughs> up and down it's me it's chris hemsworth <laughs> yeah, i get it yeah. i'm not i'm not thor i'm not him <laughs> but you, i sound like him can you do a little chris hemsworth of course ah Whoa. <laughs> i've filled in for him before many times that's so cool yeah. wow. <laughs> the human body's amazing <laughs> oh my lord and that's the only way i can play him <laughs> oh, wow. um, but yeah you do get that look when you walk in the that room. is freaky yeah. that is uh, awesome I did some uh, stuff for uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman before oh, he passed uh, away. Yeah. Sure, oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, he was not a fan of ADR. He didn't. He wasn't a fan of that. He would kind of. He would come in because it's it's very tedious work. ADR. Mm-hmm. You know the, the some of the actors and actresses they want to they do their work, get it done. But coming back into the studio and, and doing some of having stuff, to, having to recreate the performance. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I, tough. Being yeah. in that moment and you're having to stand there in a studio with a mic trying to regenerate that that feeling that you had in that scene sure sometimes they don't enjoy that i, I think we've um, definitely seen films where you know we know a line is 80 yard and you can the feel it and speak. you can tell it and it's like that doesn't match and you, <laughs> yeah, and you the, can tell it and the end of beauty and, and, the and you don't even blame the actor it's just it's just so hard yeah to recapture that especially yeah. if you're not trained in doing it yeah he didn't he didn't like it he uh, and so like for instance like the last scene of uh hunger games catching fire the last scene he has on the ship when they're taking off and he's having that conversation with with, oh, right, with right, jennifer right. Mm-hmm. sure whenever the camera's on her face and it's not on him it's me oh, oh. and and so, and um sometimes it's just a word here and there it's just very it's so good well he's very like laid back and, and it's very minimalistic with him so, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, but, uh, and it, sometimes it's just a word, three words sure. here and there. And sometimes you're, you're taking out the, the naughty words that can't be on TV. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh-huh. that's a fun job. 
<laughs> I, I, you know, I, I was, I always wondered if those were the 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 actors coming back or if it was. Sometimes they are. Interesting. Sometimes they are, but like you said, sometimes they stick out glaringly. Yeah. When I was a kid, have you guys ever seen Smoking the Bandit on regular yes. TV? No. Not on, oh, not on regular TV. But no. I have seen Snakes on a Plane. So on, you know what I'm talking about. I know. About. <laughs> I've seen Snakes on a Plane and Kill Bill Dude, Volume 1. Dude, they put one. Fight Club on TBS yeah. once. Right. Like, that movie really? That movie's like seven minutes long. So, like, <laughs> without not being rated R. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I remember watching Kill Bill for the first time on, like, on, I think it was on TNT. And, of yeah. course, you have Buck. And the pa- oh, and his truck. Yeah, let's call it the party wagon because that's what they call. That they redid the. It's the party. Oh, the yeah, party wagon. The you nice. know what I'm talking about. That wagon. Absolutely. And then of course the famous the magnet wagon. <laughs> and then of course, <gasps> and then of course you have. <laughs> Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> and then you have snakes on a plane where it's like monkey fighting snakes on his Monday through Friday yeah. played the yeah. best ADR line of all time in my personal it opinion. Well, no, my my favorite is always uh, Galaxy Quest when uh, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver Sigourney Weaver wow yeah. uh, looks Sigourney at <laughs> looks at the uh, that's what I'm calling her now <laughs> the chompers in the ship. What does she say? So she clearly say says well f that yeah, like yeah. she clearly mouths that but what they she ADR'd say? it to say screw that. And You're it's right. really funny to You're watch right. when you know it she because does. it's like, well, scr- well screw that. Yeah, <laughs> but the mouth that. is, yeah, yeah, uh, totally, totally different motion. Yeah, 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 yeah no. Like, uh, they when when they did smoking the bandit, I remember being like ten years old, and realizing, well, that's weird. Every time Jackie Gleason goes to, it looks like he's going to say a curse word. He sounds like Fred Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> they got the voice actor for Fred Flintstone. Be like, "Hey, you, fu- you son of a!" And then, and then it goes back to like Jackie Gleason. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just so that weird. Does it? Back then, it was the quality control. I think on that was was a lot worse. It's oh, gotten yeah. sure, better. Sure. For, for I remember Kill Bill. He's like, and "My so, name is Book, and I like to party." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like just monotone, <laughs> yeah. flat line. And it, right? like, it, you're just like, going, you, like you typed it into the computer and had it replace the word for yeah. you. Just like, like yeah. to party. Google, how do you say party? Yeah. Yeah. Party. Yeah. And the thing that always got me with like TBS or TNT is like the words that they replace aren't good words. It's like, oh, watermelon. And I'm like, nobody, <laughs> nobody <laughs> says this. Right. What are you talking about? Actually, my yeah. mom might because there are times where when I was younger, she would cur- the her way of cursing was like, ah, peanut butter cups. I'm like, okay. Well, your mom's. Oh, that's mom's a good cool. one. Then, yeah. But then the mouth is also Biscuit. going peanut butter cups. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> our, our old manager says cheese and crackers. That's common. Oh, that's yeah. Common. You yeah. got to do it with a Minnesota accent, oh, though. Yeah. Oh, cheese and crackers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? Oh, for Pete's sake. So, uh, my, my last question is um, because it's a great question for voice actors, is always just uh, what what's your. I Everybody always has a different answer to it. What's your personal advice for aspiring voice actors like what's your oh. what's your knowledge you wish to share on and say slowly i want to write it down <laughs> <laughs> as john goodman yeah uh, <laughs> That's a lie. there's there's people myself included that are like looking at i've always it. i've yeah. always yeah. admired absolutely I've always admired the art of voice acting oh yeah you know me too and um it goes back a, a long way i would say definitely stick with um acting training the wherever you can I think the best VO 
people come from like we were saying like the theater mm-hmm. acting first you know always acting first um right. it makes a difference i think having a, a wacky voice some folks get into it because they've been told you have such a good voice for voiceover or or you have a good character voice and that's great but that's like 15 percent of the job sure. uh-huh. you know um you you do need to be a, a good storyteller and to be believable it's like it's like being tall and like oh you should play basketball like you need to be more than just be tall right mm-hmm. yeah yeah, right, I Brandon. feel personally attacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just want to go on record. Uh, bench warmer, right? Yep. Yeah. That was my job. <laughs> You're tall. You should be a bench warmer. <laughs> <laughs> Fill out the team, but don't play. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, yeah, I would definitely say you know get in front of uh, you know take the take the acting classes, get in front of as many people as you can to learn different styles of mm-hmm. acting. Um, whether it be animation, um, doing uh, the audiobooks, narration. And it's great because once you do that, once you start taking these different classes, you take a class on narration or whether or, or animation, you figure out like your strengths, mm-hmm. like what you're good at, because we're all we all have different strengths. Like some of us are good at the audiobooks, Some of us are good at the voice match. And you figure these out, these things out in these classes. And also you learn from other people right watching them i mean that's most of it you might get up in front of uh, like on a mic and you might be able to like do your thing but a lot of it is watching and learning from other folks what they're doing and that's important you know yeah Yeah. um and read a lot read a lot um i used to be really mush mouth and i didn't enunciate very well uh when i started out i was kind of you know not super shy but i just kind of mumbled my stuff so i had to learn to (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and theater did that. Theater helped with. Oh yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in theater, I was the biggest mush mouth, and I still am to this extent. But yeah. my teacher was like, "God damn it, Ryan! If you don't open your mouth, I'm, <laughs> I'm kicking you out of this play." Because <laughs> I would just I would say my lines like this, and you don't know what I'm saying. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Work on the diction there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. I remember getting that note a lot. Yeah, diction that always helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. It I'm, does. Ter- I'm terrified. I've seen like VHS tapes of me from the '80s. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. what was I? S- <laughs> Don't go back. <laughs> I have my old plays from high school on DVD. Yeah. I'm probably never going to watch them again. Oh, it's tough. Faked yeah. commentary. Oh, what? <laughs> on, on, Ben's, yes. on things people can't watch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're going to do a Fickner commentary on for me and my 16 lines from my senior play of when I was the butler in Sound of Music. Sure. I, okay. can't, nice. I cannot wait. It's okay. I was the pimp in Sweet Charity. That's true. Right. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I saw that. If anything, I was should, horribly miscast. If anything, we should go back to my freshman year where I was King Seximus the Silent. And I didn't say a single word until the very end. Well, his name's a silent, so. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, makes but sense. it was worth it. It was, it was, it was worth the wait. Hey, I had a lot right? of fun with that. I, had, I remember having a lot of fun with that play. That was really fun. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about lines at all. It was the best. You know, like the dead body. Just like, <laughs> wait, you just get to be in the movie as the dead body. It's so nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's you true. do. You get yeah. paid. You get Sometimes you get paid. <laughs> you get money. Right? Yeah. Doing these jobs. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you just, um, yeah. Um, that's nice when it happens. Uh, and, and, the, and, the, and the whole celebrity thing we were saying, some of them are really cool and really great. And oh, yeah. They are like fully perfect for this world, um, the VO world. Um, and uh, they have a lot of respect for it. I think Sarah and, uh, Silverman delivered an incredible performance in Wreck It Ralph. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's very yeah. good. John C. Um, Riley's taken to it pretty well, too. Yeah. But again, yeah. like a lot of these people who come from like doing work on stage. 
They know how to be. Yeah, like, John is like. Yeah, John C. John is Oscar winning, won an Oscar for his role in um, Chicago. Chicago. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh uh, for the, For the song. For best supporting actor. Wow. Mr. Salafane. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a workhorse. Um, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's it, the work is important that mm-hmm. you put in on it. Yeah. You know, and not just treating it like, oh, I'm just going to show up and wing it and I'll just do my thing, uh, do my wacky voice. And yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's, it's part of what I've been so excited about doing this interview because it's always nice to like, you know, voice actors do a lot of great work, too. It doesn't it doesn't get the recognition it deserves. That's yeah. the no, I, I, a lot I, of jobs in I this have, industry. I, yeah. I, I said I've, I've been a huge admirer of voice acting for decades like it, it for a long time i wanted to be one then i kind of abandoned the whole acting in general thing um, oh no but i'm more I'm, it's for the better um <laughs> <laughs> but i um so i've always admired but i don't didn't know what it entailed so i love talking to voice actors yeah and, and like to know like what yeah what, and like i said everyone's got their own strengths so sometimes you don't you don't have to do impressions or voice matching other other people some people are good at that but you don't have to you could yeah. have your thing you just do is um, like I said, uh, announcer or narration or, or commercial work, mm-hmm. commercial promos. There's some brilliant promo people out there, and that's all they do is promos. Right. And they're really good at yeah. it. Yeah, uh, I I find it fascinating that like people who do ADR because a lot of the you know the regular people in the real world like they don't know how movies are made. They don't realize that you do two lines of Philip Seymour Hoffman when we're looking at Jennifer Lawrence. You know what I mean? They just assume it's Philip Seymour Hoffman. So it's really that's cool. The goal. Yeah, and th- that you're so good at it, it's flawless. And like if you're a good movie maker, you can make it flawless and i just think that's that's really interesting and it's not a career a lot of people think about it's not and also too you gotta you gotta put your ego on the shelf because Mm -hmm. 50 percent of what you do if you get into that you can't talk about Mm -hmm. and you got you gotta be okay with that there's some folks i think get into it maybe for the wrong reason like want to be famous and they want to fill up that i i mean you're talking about imdb page i can't put half the stuff on there because it's just can't talk about it. And I'll, yeah, and like I had, I had a bunch of questions like, oh, what about your future? And there's just things you can't talk about, obviously. So like in a year <laughs> or two, yet. you're yeah. working, and that's great. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Bless you for keeping quiet about Kingdom Hearts three, because if I happened to get a, a role on that game, even just like I was one of the NPCs, I would have the hardest time ever to say is like, yes, I'm in the game. You, you have to done it. I I probably no. Would. I believe you would have. I believe you would have. You but it would have been stuff. the hardest you thing ever. Fired if you didn't. Yeah. yeah I. It would have been you the hardest thing for me to say. Hook up like a like a shock uh, uh, like a, a yeah like a, like a shock like, thing. Yeah. yeah. You go to say something that shocks you. And so, you're under Disney house arrest. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The Disney snipers just <laughs> right. <laughs> that constant worry of this giant white glove is just going to come out of the bushes. <laughs> 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 oh, if I may do a horrible oh, Mickey impression. Oh, you're fired, Ben. Goodbye. That's exactly what happens. Right. The glove comes out. Yeah. So. I do have a, the general kind of uh, interview question uh, of the things you can talk about. If anything, what's next for you? Um, well, let's see. What is next? Um, like I said, doing some dubbing for Netflix right now, which is super cool. Um, I just did this uh, dubbing for something called Nothing to Hide. It was a it's a, a French film that's on Netflix. And so the English cast had a lot of fun doing that. Um, I'm working for Disney Television Animation Studios right now, and unfortunately, I can't talk about it. Sure. Uh, that's exciting. But that, it's, it's, that sounds great. It's Star Wars. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It? But you voice Sully. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but not, this is but, but this is but. <laughs> oh, uh, Disney Plus. Just... Look at him fishing. <laughs> hey, no. No, I, I'm merely looking at they... dots and drawing a line. Hey Nomura, <laughs> hey, Nomura did say that DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3 he's is not, coming out. He's not talking about that. I know. What he's talking about is Disney Plus, Plus and has oh. a Monsters, Monsters Inc. Show. television show. Oh, that, oh, that would be cool. Are they yeah. still doing that? Supposedly. Supposedly. That would be awesome. Yeah. No, this is something yeah. different. Uh, but they, I will say this. Or this have, is a great front. But go <laughs> on. <laughs> go on. They have a pretty great cafeteria. Oh. Oh, there's oh a, yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a white glove coming through the door. Oh, no. It's like, oh, no, Mickey. I'm actually apparating right now. Uh, yeah. No, the cafeteria is very nice. Oh. Uh, but I, unfortunately, I can't talk about what I'm doing there. But um, totally. yeah. Um, we look forward to seeing you. Yeah, thanks. It's always changing. And one of these days, you know, hopefully I'm uh, my last my last thing I got to share with you. I heard the other day was uh, a funny Nick Cage story. He oh, came in. Cage here. You got Nick Cage. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. I like talking with our sound engineers Spider-Man about Noir. like your favorite story about, you know, celeb stuff that goes down. <laughs> and Nick, who's uh, Nicholas Cage, who's amazing. Love him. Uh-huh. He came in and did some VO recently at a studio. Um, and uh, I guess it was pretty involved. He did a lot. He was tired uh-huh. and wiped out. It was time to go. And so he thanked the <laughs> he thanked the guys in the booth and turned around and walked to the back of the room and where the closet was and <laughs> exited through the closet. <laughs> oh, Nick. And oh, it's wow. the same, but it's the same wood door as it is to get yeah. out. So uh-huh. he was he was wiped, tired. He's all, thanks, guys. Turn around. Well, there's a closet in the back of the room. It's not very big, but he went in, actually shut the door. Oh. <laughs> and the but the mic was still hot in the room apparently. So the engineers, they could hear. I guess after he goes in, he shuts the door. He he just heard this. Like that realization of, oh my God, <laughs> this no. isn't the way out. <laughs> no, I got to walk back out there. <laughs> and so he comes out, thanks again, guys. And then he left. <laughs> but they said the audio of him just like, just like, oh. I walked in that closet. Oh no. That's awesome. Um, anyway. So thank you for so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Where can yeah. people find you? Oh, well, you mean at my home address? Or? Not I can't there. give that yeah, out. Don't give no, that out. Oh. Like on, on social media and stuff, because oh. I'm definitely going to be... But if you could give your social media... Your, your, Details. Um, your social um, security, security number? No, no, no. We, we, no the we last four that. numbers? No, we're okay. good. We're good. Um, yeah, you can find me at Swindle Topher uh, on Twitter. Okay. Actually, it's Swindle Topher. I know, so creative, right? <laughs> <laughs> Half of Christopher and Swindle is my last name. So Swindle Topher on Twitter, and also... I know this is a big stretch. Swindle Topher on Instagram as well. No, no. Oh my goodness. Well, Keeping it all the now. same is a lot easier than having like nine different names. It's making good. me feel better because Looking I thought at you, I was Ryan, like because when we boring. first started, you had two different uh, I just things. I just yeah. realized that Topher Grace is probably named Christopher Grace. <laughs> <laughs> You just now realized just, that? that just After we had Topher con- conversation earlier? Just click. Can you sleep better now? Yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling, but I didn't want to bring it wake, up. I'm so going to wake up going. in the middle of the night. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> and then he's going to wake up in the middle of the night and go, <gasps> my Chris. Someone figured it out. I found him on Instagram. He is there. Okay. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, I got to do that. Dude, Topher Grace? No. No. <laughs> this, this fine gentleman right here. I mean, oh. maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not and looking I, to follow. And I need race. followers too because you know that's how they hire us nowadays. That's true. So, again, <laughs> again, thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you. It, it, this is a this is a wonderful treat. 
Thank you. This was yeah, a blast. You, you guys much. are like uh, fake, total fake nerds. Oh. That that works. I'm pro- I'm probably gonna be definitely be playing Kingdom Hearts a lot more now. So, at the end of our, at the end of each of our shows, we we yeah. sign off with "Stay Fake Nerds." Oh, I was gonna say it if you didn't. So go ahead. Um. So I was wondering, as John Goodman, could you say "Stay Fake Nerds"? Absolutely, "Stay Fake Nerds." Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>